Welcome back. It's midday. I'm Tom Hall, joined now by our theater critic, Jay Wynn Russick. Hey, Judy. Hey, Tom. So we're going to talk about a play called Title of Show. It's at Spotlighters Theater, and the title is weird. This is When you look at it in writing, the words title of show are in lowercase letters, and they're between brackets. Um, So it's kind of like their play doesn't have a title. What's it all about? (laughs) Well, the title and the way that it's written is the first self-referential element in a deeply self-referential meta-theatrical show. It's a small-scale four-person musical written by two guys named Jeff Bowen and Hunter Bell. Bowen also wrote the score, and they also acted in the original version. The characters in the show still have their names. And the show that we're seeing is supposed to be the show that they're writing almost as they write it. Uh, The precipitating event is that Hunter hears about a new musical theater festival, and he decides they should write a musical to submit. The deadline is just three weeks away. They have no idea what to write, so they settle on, in Jeff's words, writing, quote, a musical about two guys writing a musical about two guys writing a musical. Uh, The words title of show are supposed to be filled in on the entry form. They don't have a title, so they just go with title of show. I mean, it's a very amusing concept, and it has lots and lots of theater and showbiz references, but frankly, writers who don't know what to write and end up writing about writing is a little too much navel-gazing for me. The show purports to be about friendship and dreams, but those themes almost feel like afterthoughts. I brought a clip from the opening song. It's called, perhaps not surprisingly, Untitled Opening Number. Let's listen. It's the opening song. It doesn't have a title, no. And it's not very long, but it's the starting point of our Titled song and title of show. That's the cast of the Spotlighters Theater production of Title of Show. So, uh, Judy, you call this a deeply meta theatrical show. Uh, what do you mean by that? Give us some examples. Well, it is a theater production that is about theater and very self aware about it. And there's so many examples. I mean, that song was one of them. There's another scene that ends when Hunter says, I think we need to get out of this scene because it feels too long. And then there's a blackout. Um, There's some very clever aspects. There's a song called An Original Musical, and Hunter plays a blank piece of paper. He's sort of goading Jeff on with, I must say, a lot of profanity. Um, But there are other numbers, one called Monkeys and Playbills. That title comes from a comment, writing should be easy like a monkey driving a speedboat. (laughs) But like that sentence, the songs, that song in particular, just didn't make a lot of sense. The show also includes lots of references to very obscure Broadway flops, but in its meta-theatrical way, commenting on itself, it dodges criticism. Hunter acknowledges a lot of our references are so obscure. (laughs) Now, you said there's four people in the cast, two of the characters of the show's creators. Were those performances plausible, and what about the other two characters? Well, Alex Gubler plays Hunter, and he's quite plausible as an easygoing guy, He's a little less so when he turns into a driven fame seeker and he almost sacrifices his friendships. I didn't see the actor cast as Jeff because he tested positive for COVID 
the day after Friday's opening night. The next performance was canceled. Then at the Sunday matinee, which is the performance that I saw, Stephen Foreman, the show's director and choreographer, very gamely stepped into the role. He performed with script in hand, but he did this so deftly. The script often seemed like a prop. And even more impressively, he didn't use the script for the musical numbers. Theater audiences generally love this sort of thing. And at the curtain call, Stephen Foreman got a big, well-deserved hand. Uh, the two other characters are actresses, friends that Jeff and Hunter bring into the project. Natalie Stolyaro's character has pretty much given up on theater when Hunter brings her in. And you can sort of sense her ambivalence. Uh, Neva Kiroglian, Sullivan's character, has a couple... Broadway musical credits, and Sullivan's singing makes that credible. Um, even when she's startled to discover that she's been cast as, well, herself. Um, I have a clip of her song about that. This is Neva Karogli and Sullivan. Let's listen. I'm standing here, just left of center and something ain't clear. When did I sign on the line of this decree? Stuck in a show where I am playing me <laughs> That's funny I'm trapped in a hole Nowhere to go with my role Strain in my neck for an exit that sets me free Free Stuck in a show where I am playing me that's Neva Karogli and Sullivan singing I'm Playing Me at the Spotlighters Theater in title of show. So, Judy, uh, the performance you saw was an, axiom, uh, an example of the great uh, show business maxim, the show must go on. Sometimes that's just impossible. There's been a schedule change for this coming weekend. What's going on? Well, this is a show about putting on a show. I didn't find it the most satisfying show, but it's still disappointing that its run's been interrupted. Since I saw the show, three more members of the six-member cast and crew have tested positive for COVID. Uh, most small theaters and even some professional theaters don't have understudies. And though the director at Spotlighters did very well playing one role, he can't fill in for three positions. So Spotlighters has had to cancel performances tonight through Sunday. They expect to be back up and running next Thursday through Sunday, and they are exchanging or refunding tickets. Now, there's been some disappointing news uh, in a couple of other theaters around town. The Single Carrot Theater has announced that it's closing. Uh, they're here in Baltimore. Rep Stage in Columbia is calling it quits as well. Let's talk about Single Carrot Theater. They've been around for 15 years. Um, this is sad news, isn't it? It's very sad news. It's very sad news. Um, and let me make it very clear. There's no confusion. Spotlighters now in its 60th season is not closing. They just signed a new 10-year lease on their theater. Uh, but losing single carrot and rep stage is a real heartbreak. Um, for 15 years, single carrot has produced some of the most cutting-edge, innovative theater in Baltimore. Uh, for example, during the height of COVID, they did a British play, Every Brilliant Things, in Backyards of Private Houses. The previous spring, they did an original show called I Hope This Finds You. It was a series of components or experiences that you could have outdoors or in your own home. Before COVID, they did collaborations with international companies and theater artists from Russia and Bulgaria and Hungary. They introduced Baltimore audiences to writers who had rarely, if ever, been produced here before. Um, Jackie Siblis Drury, they did a play by her five years before she won the Pulitzer. But now, Tom, they've had this really 
a cluster of unfortunate things that have happened all at once. I mean, besides COVID, single carrots executive director was recruited for a job with the Baltimore Children and Youth Fund, and that happened at the same time that Genevieve Demai, single carrots artistic director for the last nine years, was planning to step down. They're also experiencing some problems that are affecting theaters in general, the difficulty of filling top positions, just plain staffing, as well as decreases in philanthropic giving. Uh, Single Carrot is continuing its educational programs through the end of the academic year, but they've had to cancel what was to have been their one remaining show this season. And real briefly, we just have literally 15 seconds, Rep Stage in Columbia. Uh, Similar reasons for their deciding to call it quits? Well, it's a little different situation. Rep Stage is the professional theater in residence at Howard Community College. And COVID led a lot of institutions to do a lot of rethinking, and the college has decided to focus its funding and prioritize its programs that directly benefit students. All right, theater they, critic. They are going to they are going to finish their season. Yeah, they're going to do one more show. All right, do actually. Uh, yeah. Oh, good. All right. Uh, if you're interested in the Spotlighters <laughs> Theater, their show is called Title of Show. It's there until February 5th, and next week, Judy, you and I are going to talk about a show called Jump at the Everyman Theater here in Baltimore. So I look forward to that. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Tom. And that's it for us today. Coming up tomorrow, a conversation with the great travel writer Pico Iyer about his journeys in search of paradise. His new book is called The Half-Known Life. It is terrific. Pico Iyer joins me to talk about it tomorrow on Midday. I'm Tom Hall. Thanks for being with us. Have a great day. This is 88.1 WYPR.